0: All right, Brando. Welcome back to the Great Dive Podcast.
1: Oh, it's great to be back, isn't it?
0: It is. We did get some good response from our cold water episode last week. Oh yeah. Yeah, we got some good love. Like it was a really good episode.
1: Well, that's good. I mean, and that was v- that's a just a basic episode. We.
0: <laughs> right, right. <I> <laughs> it's crazy. Like. Like every now, like we do that something like that, and uh, it's really simple. It's good information. I, I I don't know. Sometimes you get the feel like the people want us to be stupid, g- <laughs> <laughs> overly dr- <laughs> overly dramatic. I wouldn't say stupid. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. But but I know what you mean. You know what I mean. And then I, I'm like, uh, we're gonna get some shit. Nobody's gonna like this one. You because know, it's just like it's too serious. Yeah. Boom. I got to get all kinds of mail coming in. Well, maybe
1: maybe the people are simpler than we give them credit for. Maybe the people's now, the, IQ is, is lower possible. than we thought it was. Maybe the people are a little more dumbed down than we thought they were. Maybe the people.
0: <laughs> now, I do have to say um, that we got a new review in oh, as well. Oh, crap. No, it's not old crap. It's oh shit. It's it's o crikey mate cuz this comes from Australia, the land from down under mate. <laughs> Oi. It comes from uh, your 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 buddy. Your your good buddy, good-looking Pete. Bruce. Now Pete, there's a Pete in Australia.
1: Good-looking Pete. I thought all the men were named Bruce down there.
0: Um I must say that all-time listening Number one all time listening city in the world, Brandon. Yeah. To Great Dive Podcast is in fact Sydney, Australia, My Croix guy. And a Good Look at Pete says the show's hilarious, five stars. Nice. He says diving content, awesome. Dry humor content, awesome. Off the chart. Moving away from the absurd woke folk content. Awesome. boy, I like it.
1: I like this one.
0: I knew I knew you were going to like yeah, this I'm one. I'm
1: tired of woke people.
0: No sorry. shit. Well, sorry. Sorry woke people. Uh,
1: right. Go back to sleepy clowns.
0: Welcome to reality. <laughs> Welcome to rea- <laughs> okay. Man. Uh but yeah, so old good looking Pete, shout out to you mate. He must be running around in his budgies right now,
1: <laughs> with with the Vegemite sandwich, oi.
0: <laughs> so now that uh, we do uh, uh, are are approaching the old December holiday season, you know, I, I, I've been looking for a new holiday gift guide in. in you know, since COVID hit, me, I mean, there really hasn't been, like, a good holiday gift guide out there.
1: There's I mean, the real Jay- casualty of COVID right there, man.
0: You know, James from uh, Divers Ready did, like, a video one, which, which was good. It's almost too good. Like, I was looking for one of those magazine ones, like, the old-time magazine ones, you know, that we had so much fun early on, you know, every year, like – the, doing the the old great dive podcast, thumbs up, thumbs down. You just you can't find them anymore. They're not they're not putting them out like they used to. Right. So in my searching, I decided you know what, I'm gonna go back through the archives. I'm gonna go back thirty years. Boy, I went back and I found me the December issue of Skin Diver Magazine. I'm like, they gotta have a good 1992. What what year is it? Nineteen ninety-two. Nice. Okay. There wasn't shit in there either. <laughs>
1: well, I think it. You know. The so then problem. I said to myself,
0: "Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just delusional. Maybe they haven't been doing this every year." So I go back a couple more years. So I grab nineteen ninety. There's not one in there either. Uh oh. But I did find a really good article. I found a really good editorial by Bill Gleason. The, the, the name, I, I was hooked right from the name. It was called Dive Outlaws. Whoa. You like uh, people who break the law, though. Well, he alluded to a lot of stuff. And, and keep in mind, this is, you know, right before the anti-nitrox craze took off, which was right around like the end of the year in 1992. Okay. And, you know, when we look back at the early days of Skin Diver, it was a lot about the machismo of diving. Spear fishing and killing every goddamn thing that swam beside you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Going going deep and looking for the biggest fish to shoot and kill. Oh,
1: you sounded very macho when you said that, James.
0: Going deep wanted... <laughs> to get as much gold from the bottom of the treasure, <laughs> treasure ship as you could find. <laughs> we don't need no laws down here. There's no scuba police or is there? But in 2 years there was going to be a very very Gestapo-esque scuba police that would put on some badges in the old scuba Self-appointed world.
1: Self-appointed yet.
0: Yeah, in regard Yeah, in regards to depth and gas breathing. Yeah. You've heard of these golden rules before, Brando. I know you have. Okay. I'm, I'm listening. Are you, the golden rule
1: of scuba diving or the golden rule of Golden
0: rules of scuba okay. diving. Always. I mean, never. Never. <laughs> this actually works perfectly now. <laughs> he's, he's got both of them. Always dive with a buddy. Never dive alone okay that's a pretty common one that's been in in the scuba world for decades number two don't dive deeper than 130 feet don't do it man this one also may read as never don't go below 100 feet whoa wait a minute and three never hold your breath under any
1: circumstances Never! I hold will your shoot you if you hold your <laughs> breath because you
0: could die. I will. Make I will. Certain of it. Don't hold your breath. Shoot you with this spear gun <laughs> that I already carry with me in every dive in case some big fish swims For by. For your and you just shoot. own
1: safety. For your own safety, I will shoot and kill you to keep you from killing <laughs> yourself from holding your breath. Could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Been mu- I'll save you. Could have been much worse.
0: Now, Bill Gleason, the editor of Skin Diver magazine, back in 1990, old oh, Billy Billy G. Billy G. He says, "On nearly every dive I make, I see gross violations of these rules. They are often <laughs> ignored."
1: Does he have a siren hat on? Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> hey, asshole! Pull over. Put up. your fins up. Put your fins up and stop holding your breath immediately.
0: Up against the wreck and spread them. (laughs) Uh, He says, some people, perhaps 15% of all local divers, dive alone, Brando. They are usually experienced.
1: Many lobster dives. I would say that number is much higher. If you... Are counting the, you know, they may physically not be alone, but
0: mentally they're alone down there. Oh, it goes up to about eighty eight percent if you're considering that. A
1: lot of time they're not even down there.
0: <laughs> if we're talking purely underwater, purely <laughs> yes. mentally, they're underwater <laughs> diving, but they're not there. <laughs> they're
1: not there. Hello, a hey, McFly.
0: <laughs> right. Which, which is why you know I know that I will never run out of people to teach as a, as a scuba instructor. Never, as long as long as I keep teaching what I teach, which is never hold your breath, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, always carry. Never dive with a buddy. <laughs> never
1: always never dive with the buddy.
0: Never always dive with. The- he says many lobster divers hunt alone. And local divers are more likely to dive alone because resorts, you know, frown on that practice. Yeah, for their own liability. Right. Many more divers, an estimated 60%, stretch the buddy rule. Same day, same ocean is the buddy team's dive plan. Two divers enter the water, one heading east and the other west. Are these solo divers outlaws, Randall? They're pure outlaws. That's what they are. Uh, he says, how about the deep question? Some certification agencies teach a maximum depth limit of 130 feet. Others, 100 feet. It may be comforting to some lawyers out there who know those rules exist, but dive reality suggests the following. Many divers regularly ignore the 130-foot mark. On Great Lakes and East Coast shipwrecks and on many islands in the Caribbean and Pacific, 200-foot dives are made with regularity. Albeit only 3 or 4% of divers. And 140-foot dives are also Relatively common. Are these deep divers outlaws? They're,
1: they're the, in the exact same category as people who don't use their turn signals. It's the, the numbers are exactly the same. So I, my theory is they're the same people. They don't use turn signals, and they ignore the depth limits. Who's with me? <laughs> I don't know. Where do you pull wait, 60% uh, wait, out of? Where did he get wait 60%? Till we get-
0: <laughs> Wait till we get to the parking in the handicapped spot of scuba. Oh,
1: I was <laughs> just going to go there. I was just you're reading my mind because I'm like, yeah, there's a bunch of jackasses that park in the handicapped. Where? What are they on the scuba outlaw scale? Where are they?
0: Perhaps the most controversial of all three golden rules is never hold your breath.
1: Never. Use absolutes as my rule.
0: <laughs> I never break the rule of always breathing continuously.
1: <laughs> and I never use absolutes because it's Experience always divers. a bad. Go ahead. I was <laughs> just going to say, I never use absolutes because it, it always turns out bad. <laughs> okay, sorry. That is the dumbest fucking joke, but I can't let it go. I've been using
0: it for 30 years. That's why the woke people are tuning us up. <laughs>
1: by woke people.
0: Oh. He says experienced divers regulate their buoyancy by breath control. Now, did, you, did you hear that? This is 1990. Well, Yeah. <laughs> This is the editor of Skin Diver Magazine in
1: 1990. Not bad. I mean, he's he's right.
0: Now, you can insist that interpreting your normal breathing pattern briefly during partial inhalation and exhalation is not holding your breath. I don't think we need semantics here. If you are not breathing in or out, you are holding your breath. And virtually every experienced diver holds... His or her breath? You can't help but are break these, the law. Are these breath holders outlaws? They are outlaws. Brando-
1: they are outlaws. Oh, wow. They are a good outlaw. They're like the outlaw Josie Wales.
0: No, I was just going <laughs> to say, like the Josie <laughs> Wales of scuba diving.
1: Yes. That dog, and keep keeps spitting on his forehead. Yes, yes.
0: Am I like the, am I like the Billy the Kid of scuba? <laughs> Been... Uh, <laughs> been teaching breath James control for 20, 20 years now. I'm the Jesse James. I'm the Jesse Jamesy of scuba.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's the most controversial thing you say in your class.
0: Because the rule really is never hold your breath while you're ascending. While ascending, right.
1: That should be the rule, how it's, how it's worded, because that's the, that's the correct rule. You don't want to ascend
0: and hold your breath. But if you're perfectly neutrally buoyant and you hold your breath, your lungs are not just going to spontaneously explode. Or will they? Now, if you trap gas in a flexible container and drop the ambient pressure around it by ascending, mm-hmm. it was nice to nice to know you. Right. Well,
1: also, you have to exceed the, the volume of that flexible container. So, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly.
0: But again, this shows that. In an attempt to get everyone in the world scuba diving, we've had to create some of the rules a little bit more vague and just generalize.
1: Yeah. Don't explain, you know, what's going on. Just tell them. You know, this is like what you do with like two and three-year-olds. You can't explain, you know, why you don't want them to do certain things. A, they don't understand it. And B, they don't
0: care. Yeah, you just got to smack their hand when they reach near the the electrical outlet. Well, we use a
1: a hot cattle prod. We heat it and then... (laughs) But it
0: works.
1: (laughs) Child abuse humor probably isn't the best humor. (laughs) The the woke crowd will...
0: The the woke crowd is not going to (laughs) be no. Well, old Billy G says, I hope not. If so... I'd have to include myself guilty on all three counts, Your Honor, in the roundup and lockup. To the gallows. I don't think dive <laughs> to the gallows with you, you breath pausing criminal. Heathen. I don't think divers who dive alone, dive deep, or hold their breath while diving think they're outlaws either. Yet, very clearly, A significant number of divers defy every one of scuba's golden rules. And because no statistics exist on the number of deep divers or the number of people who dive alone, it's very difficult to tell just how dangerous these activities are. While deep diving does figure in increased bends susceptibility, it has never been actually determined if diving to 130 feet is statistically more dangerous than diving to 10 feet. Now, this Brando, you know, in 1990, I'll give him a little bit of leeway. But, I mean, the, the Dan annual reports were coming out. You know, since the late 1980s, right, where they first started to really track this stuff,
1: well, track incidents,
0: right? They're uh,
1: and I mean, the tracking, although the tracking is something, it's not completely, you know, doesn't account for everything. And what also doesn't get tracked are the near misses.
0: That that's very true. Yeah, and the the, the big thing that we what we what we do definitely know is that the greatest majority of, you know, diving fatalities come in the open water level right. of depth. You right. know, it's those those divers that haven't really taken this fully seriously. You know, they went through A class and, you know, they show up on dive boats and they get out on uh, dive charters and the charter boats just start taking them. Ah, the reef goes a little bit deeper. The wreck's a little bit deeper. It's in, within recreational ranges, but they're not fully experienced yet in diving. They, they've done a little bit, so they get beyond their level of ability despite having a certification that says that they can go there. And, I mean, a lot of these fatalities are occurring in, you know, 60 feet and less. Well, you- and, and what you really start to see is as you push beyond the recreational world, those numbers tend to fall quite a bit because there's so much more instruction that's needed.
1: Yeah, well, what you got is... Uh, they come out of open water class, they're a little, you know, they're a little tentative and they're uh, cautious. But once they realize, hey, I, I, I can do this, then they start pushing the boundaries and there's not, there's not an incident. So we have that normalization of deviance. So they start, you know, pushing on those rules a little bit and nothing happens and they go, well, what the fuck? I'll just do, you know, I just do a little bit more and then they get that conf- that cocky confidence level that we see a lot, and um then they actually do exceed their limit to a point where they can't recover from their mistakes and that's you right. know you have that that experience level which is it's a little it's it's a a bit after open water, but it's before they have learned enough that they know what they don't know you know
0: <laughs> yeah like right o- right away the 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 incidences is, is very low right right because, because everybody's cautious. it's new it's our cautious yeah. but you get like those first couple of years after a year of diving in the the number of incidents spikes tremendously those are called the asshole because... years where they're just kind of an <laughs> asshole, <Those are> the <laughs> asshole years. and then and then it drops right. down considerably once again and then it's like after like fifteen, twenty years it starts to rise up again and you yeah. go, okay, well people have been, you know, you know, tempting the fates long enough, you, know, you start to have some more accidents again. But the spike that you see is in those that years, you know, you know, one, two, three, four, five years of diving. And it's because a lot of them are diving on air still, too deep for where they should be. On air, too I mean, deep. They have right. they haven't yeah, they haven't received the education to properly go deep they just well i mean i still got gas in the bottle and i still got air in my tank uh, i'm going to go. go a little bit yeah. deeper you know my computer's not beeping yet i'm going to go a little bit deeper go a little bit deeper until you know the computer screen's flashing the skull and crossbones at me and then i better come <laughs> up
1: skull and crossbones the uh, yeah that i think you we really are you know looking at that normalization of deviance really getting like set in stone you keep making a you know, an abundance of silly little mistakes, just pushing the rules, just seeing how far you can, you know, how much leeway you got before uh, something bad really happens. And that's the thing. Scuba is very forgiving. And uh, you will and can break the rules and nothing will happen. So now you think, oh, this is my new depth limit. This is my new I can dive without a partner limit. This is my new I-don't-have-to-get-my-equipment-serviced limit. You know, all these limits keep getting pushed, and they become like uh, the new normal for the person. Yeah, just let it go. I'm good. Oh, We can pop down to 160 on the 72. Done it before.
0: I I still have 600 PSI. (laughs) Let's keep going. Let's go. I I thought I I saw. there's, there's, uh... (laughs) There's still
1: 40 bar in this tank. Yeah. Thought I saw a bug over there under that rock 100 yards away.
0: Bill says, I think the discussion really centers around the whole nature of laws and guidelines and the notion of the common good. Laws and guidelines are an affirmation of the general society's policy and how we wish to live. The people in a democracy decide what laws shall govern them. And our government decides how they will be enforced, etc. But he says, when a clear majority of divers, in the case of minor breath holding, violates a rule, a large percentage, 30, 40, 50%, who knows, he says, of divers violates another by diving solo, and a large percentage, deep divers, flout yet another. There is a need to question the rules themselves and make people our diving industry who make them skin diver back in the day he says deeply defends the rights of individuals to pursue what makes them happy if it's a 200 foot jump or the andrea doria go ahead we may not write about it because we don't want to influence other maybe you know not as experienced divers to try and dive to a 200 feet before they're ready and while this is an extreme example, there are plenty of other examples to choose from. 140 to 150 foot wreck dives in truck, the Great White Wall, 50 to 100 feet in Fiji, or deeper Florida wrecks. There seems to be a lack of concern for what divers are doing. Divers are routinely diving deeper. And the training agencies have decided to recommend 100 feet, not 130, as the limit for safe diving. Those divers who showed no great respect for the 130-foot guideline must have fallen down laughing when they heard about the 100-foot guideline. And that's a problem. If our rules don't reflect what divers are doing, there will be a lack of respect for the organizations that make them. The good parts of their important safety message will become just as ignored as the bad parts. And over time, there will be a larger and larger outlaw diving community. They're taking over, man. Well, tell me, I mean, is this, you know, not what birthed the very soon after this article emerging, you know, technical diving agencies?
1: Uh, well, yeah. I mean, thankfully, um
0: you know when you've got the the controlling body saying one thing and doing another thing right you know don't go below 100 feet and then the premier biggest you know by exponentially back in the 1990s you know leading publication is is posting articles about you know the the authors doing these dives to 140 150 and beyond and Doing dives on deep wrecks and beyond, on air, on single tanks, <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Right. It needs to be
1: addressed. I mean, otherwise the, the agencies lose credibility.
0: It's uh, a lot
1: like legalizing marijuana. You know, enough people were doing it that they had to reexamine the laws. And it's the same thing. You know, if enough people are doing it, but let's learn, let's do it, you know, safely. Let's, let's try to uh, get a, a grip on it and establish protocols and methods and techniques to uh, to do it that help keep it safe.
0: For oh right right man because I know I know some divers some very good and competent divers divers who are instructors that grew up horrified of marijuana of of, of one hundred feet <laughs> yeah. A, they would do dive after dive after dive to 99 they would not <laughs> they would not cross they would not hit three digits on that you know on that screen of that dive computer because they were so brainwashed into instant death occurs when you hit 100 feet It doesn't <laughs>
1: Well, I guess that's the opposite of the the scuba outlaws, the the scuba rule
0: follower. You know, to that other side of the spectrum. Well, so this is, you know, I, I agree, and I think this is where we were. So, you know, after you know, post nineteen nineties and entering into the people who learned to dive in the late nineties, early two thousands, instead of slowing down and getting good education as to what diving deep really means, the authority came down with such just black and white strict rules, right? And for a while it was, do not dare breathe nitrox or it'll kill you and we'll take away your certification card. <laughs> do not go below 100 feet or you will be, you know, ostracized. will take away your you know, birthday. We'll, we'll, paint, we'll paint a red D on your chest. <laughs> For you to wear in public for everyone to see. Deep diver. Shame upon thee. (laughs) Right? And and instead of saying, well, but you could go as deep as you want. You can't use the same gear and you know, you can't use your single tank and your, you know, neon pink B C D and your your Air McDoodle hanging off your, your wraparound jacket. Right? Your snorkel, whap up against the side of your head. You can. You, gotta, you
1: just you, uh, run into you a do bunch a, of problems.
0: You run into a bunch of problems. Yeah. So this is where I was saying that this is where different agencies started popping up, saying maybe we've been looking at how we present this information all wrong. Maybe. And in, instead of just getting every single human being we can possibly get into the water on scuba gear as fast as possible, as cheap as possible... How about we restructure the whole education in a way that we teach one consistent methodology from beginning to end?
1: Yeah, how about that? That that <laughs> would be helpful and it would aid in the person becoming an adept diver. Um, I think that having to relearn everything if you want to go deeper actually hinders the whole becoming good process.
0: <laughs> and I, I would go so far as to say it's what shot— the industry in the foot it, yeah it, it's why the the industry is in at large has been having issues the last couple of years well is because people are realizing <laughs> you know it's like me listening to my parents when i was a teenage kid wait like, hey, tell me one thing and do another what, what's going what on
1: here? the hell <laughs> yeah um i'll figure I it out myself no i agree to a huge extent the um the industry, the industry is responsible for its own demise in that respect, um, clinging to those old the old laws and uh, if you don't obey our laws, you're bad kind of thing
0: but but here's the deal right so October 1990 Bill Gleason says, so what's the solution? It is accomplished in three steps. Well, number one, he says, redefine the buddy system and build in provisions for solo diving. Redundant air systems, proper supervision and high experience levels will permit some solo diving, whether you're in the water alone or just out of reach of your buddy. Right. I mean, so, I mean, back then he's realizing we have not taught people how to dive as teammates because as soon as we get in the water, everybody's a clusterfuck. And swimming away from their buddies, getting too far away from their buddies. There's no communication between buddy teams. So we need to address this issue.
1: Well, yeah, when it's addressed with the sentence, stay near each other, that's it. (laughs) How?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just do it. Just do it. Don't ask questions. Number two, he says, make the recommended absolute limit for deep diving. 150 feet, not 100. Mm. 100 feet is a ridiculous maximum depth. Good education and guidance will be needed to provide for diving at 130 and 140 foot limits. But it is done daily in warm water locations and every weekend in local dive areas.
1: Yeah, but you know what's going to happen when you set it at 150 the same thing's going to happen as if you set it at 100 or 130 setting those limits really really is like a bullhorn saying come on down deeper for a great
0: number of divers right correct he, I, he, here i would say he's missing the mark altogether yeah. i kind of i kind of in a way get where he's going right, right i mean he's right. saying look everybody's going to 140 anyways why don't we just set it at 150 that way, these guys aren't breaking the rule anymore. <laughs> well, and and that Our, logic in particular, is In, is, in, is in very particular, flawed. he's going, I don't mind myself going to 140, <laughs> but being the editor of Skin Diver Magazine, I'm kind of breaking the rules. Right. So how about we change it to 150 so I become a rule follower again? Where in reality, what he should be saying is, how about we teach properly what's going on with exactly. the density of yeah. gas that people are breathing and why it's not smart to breathe air anymore when we get that deep and why we, we should be work. thinking of other yes. things. Of the, right, right.
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, that's equivalent to saying, well, crime rate's at an all-time high. Why don't we um, – what are the most uh, violations here? Oh, robbery? Let's make robbery not quite as illegal. <laughs> you know, let's make it like you can steal – right now the limits, you know, before before it's a, a felony, the limit's like $500. bucks. let us make the limit $10,000. Then we just right. have a, a bunch of little misdemeanors here. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't change – don't change that. <laughs> don't erase the laws to make it – make their less – you know, make the number since of I outlaws became, less. Since
0: <laughs> I came into office, there's been no small crimes since I came into no, office and made small no crime small not law. a crime anymore. Yeah. <laughs> number three, he says, the never hold your breath rule is great for training. But as skills increase, the real rule becomes never hold your breath while ascending. While breath-holding is the critical component of advanced buoyancy control, it needs to be addressed more completely in our advanced diving texts and in the pages of this magazine. Skin Diver will again cover the subject of breath-control buoyancy skills in early 1991. This is 1990. Right. He's telling people right that this absolute rule of never-hold-your-breath is not the real rule.
1: Well, it's, a, it's also a... Uh... I mean that's a lawyer's thing right there. That that was written in yeah. by a lawyer, you know, just to to keep liability on the agency. We told them not to hold a breath, ever. And again, it goes back
0: to <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right, and it goes back to if we're gonna make every single person learn what they need to know to go scuba diving in one weekend, we gotta we gotta make it just really simple. Never hold your breath or you'll right, die. Right, right. It, again. The, Never dive alone.
1: Just, there has to be somebody <laughs> in the water. <laughs> the decrease in quality education correlates exactly with everybody can scuba dive. And let's get everybody scuba diving because that's a lot of money.
0: No, it takes a long time of training and experience building and, you know, t- to finally grow to that level. and You learn a lot yeah there's a lot to learn to uh
1: you know going deep <laughs> there's a bunch to learn and there's a bunch of things that are not taught in the book that you need to learn and that yeah and, and it shouldn't
0: be something that's just uh that's just glossed over by the newest you know beeping electronic to do it for you yeah yeah. I mean, this is where you get to the, the the real art of what diving is. The the magic of what makes diving so great is that you are able to fly that machine yourself.
1: Yeah, you're, it's like driving a stick shift versus an automatic uh, Tesla. You know, do you want to drive, or do you just want to be a passenger?
0: Correct. I want to drive, right. and, and and that's a good example of uh, you know today. You know, as we approach the day where. You know, driving your car to the store means be Sitting down, <laughs> sitting down, pushing a button that says GPS, take me to the store, and you just push hit the a recliner. button, James. What are you in the eighteen hundreds?
1: You don't push <laughs> buttons. We just say, we just say to the car, old. What are you? What are you going to name your car when when Siri, we have Siri? Take me. You're not even going to call it Siri. You're going to get to personalize the name of your car. Like my car will be named Jebediah. Jebediah. Rebecca. Take, take me Rebecca, to Rebecca. Take
0: me to take me to the street Rebecca, part. take us to <laughs> lovers lane. Uh,
1: Billy G how says, about "Daisy, I like da- Daisy. Is a man of <laughs> uh, just because I was thinking of Daisy Fuentes earlier." Earlier Daisy by Fuentes. yesterday, well, that's that's going back. Yeah, that's Daisy going back. Fuentes. So I would call. I would,
0: Wait, how, how how sync are we? Like we're pretty sync. Uh, you're thinking of Daisy Fuentes. I pull up an article from 1990. Word, we uh, word was up. One of, word up.
1: One of the greatest songs of 1990. No. <laughs> um, yeah, who did that song? Cameo or something. Anyway, uh oh. Yeah, so you will just be able to name your car and tell her. And actually, probably heroin and crack will be legal by then. Daisy, take me to the heroin store. I need some smack. (laughs) They call it smack H.
0: (laughs) There will always be a small percentage of divers who will disregard just about any rule and, for example, dive both very deep and alone. It's the way I like it. Rules are not written with this group in mind. It is the majority of divers that guidelines need to be drawn up for. And with the acceptance of computers and with dive travel presenting opportunities to explore fabulous sites, the ground rules for diving need to be carefully re-examined. Because when the majority of people engaged in any activity must bend or disregard the guidelines, the people responsible for those guidelines are not paying attention. (laughs) because a lot of them aren't even
1: divers. (laughs) Whoa!
0: (laughs) Hold the phone!
1: There, I said it. I put it out there. Well... That's controversial.
0: Well, it's controversial today, but, I mean, when you look at, you know, where things are going today and the, the strong holdover for people wanting to, you know, still force upon the community in 2022... Yeah, you know, the same equipment and class structure that they had in 1990. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on, what's going on here? I mean, here, I mean, the editor of the largest publication in the world is, is telling the people back then that this thought pattern needs to be reexamined. Now, in two years, two years from now, he was going to uh, get. They found you know, his body stuck, in go, a dumpster. Going very much. They <laughs> he found going very much the wrong way. He said the wrong thing. Um, but, you know, I, I give him credit for, you know, having the balls to put this as the lead editorial, you know, page yeah. one of the yeah. magazine, you know, back in 1990. Bill says, you cannot legislate safety. Diving is. Thank you. It will continue to be a risky activity. You can't legislate
1: morality or safety. And, yeah. You know, throwing more laws is is not the answer,
0: whether it's scuba or life. He says the amount of risk you wish to take is your own business. Or, in the case of buddy teams, the risk is shared by both. Guidelines are not intended to be substitutes for prudent and mature diving (laughs) behavior. Really? (laughs) Diving with a buddy never going deeper than 100 feet and never holding your breath underwater do not provide a magic formula for successfully making every dive safe. I would agree. They don't. Uh, Of course they do not. I mean, otherwise, nobody would ever get injured diving. There would be zero, like the Dan incident uh, annual report would read, Everybody was safe again.
1: No, Talk to you next yeah. year. They all stayed at 100 feet or
0: less, and nobody held their breath. I've, so
1: nothing everybody happened. Everybody
0: properly uh, read the book in their weekend scuba class. <laughs> we once again did it, is it a book? We once again did it right.
1: <laughs> is it a book, or is it more of a pamphlet?
0: It, it's become a pamphlet. Yeah. A lot of pictures. Guidelines should reflect risk and help advise divers of risk. After that, the amount of risk allowed should be determined by the diver or by the dive operation. As an industry, let's not forget that risk-taking is an exciting and exhilarating part of being a diver. Additional risk-taking should be commensurate with additional training and, Brando, experience. Whether this training is formal or informal matters very little it is the experience that counts
1: agreed there too i mean uh, experience is huge if not more than instruction i mean you have to have both obviously
0: well you have to have people with experience teaching <laughs> sharing in right. the informal training right right you can't have you know somebody who's just been ramrodded through a business model is on the shortest possible time teaching experience you can teach you know uh you know black and white words written in a manual you know and share that with people but you don't if you don't have actual experience what what are you able to draw from beyond you know this assumption that just because i've got a checklist of rules that say don't 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 do 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 mm-hmm. That's all there is to safe diving, because clearly we've been dealing with this for 30 years, more than 30 years since this article came out. Absolutely. As an experienced diver, I feel I echo the sentiments of many such divers when I say that diving outside the buddy system with complete agreement on the part of my experienced, quote unquote, part time buddy. Using my breath to control my buoyancy or making a 140-foot wall or wreck dive shouldn't make me feel like an outlaw. It feels challenging, and it feels good when I choose to do it. And as long as I risk no one else's safety, it is a personal, not an industry matter.
1: But what if you want to feel like an outlaw? Should you just, like, swipe a... Swipe someone's dive computer from them or something.
0: This is why I always dive with a six shooter on
1: my hip. <laughs> exactly. It's a Wild West out there in
0: scuba world. Look at you with your spear gun. That's not a gun. <laughs> no, that's annoying. Why don't you dive with a man's gun?
1: <laughs> they need to put in, in uh, effect a, a stand your water.
0: Law. <laughs> Billy G. closes with this final paragraph saying, If we continue to make experienced divers outlaws, we may inadvertently lose the respect of our most sought after and cherished goal the mature, experienced, safe, and capable diver. It's too late. <laughs> Thank you. Like, 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 what, uh, like, 2 years later they're going to ostracize all of these mature experienced safe and capable divers who are basically reacting to this exact editorial saying we need to be way smarter about the gases people breathe and not just let people go deep on air
1: and di- not we need
0: to be smarter about like team organization in the water and we need to be smarter about gas planning you can 't just like come up to the surface when your gauge goes into the red zone, and we need to take a proper look at buoyancy control and not just throw lead on people and tell them they can fix it by putting air into a jacket
1: yeah James it all comes down to dogma well, right it 's all dogma the, the, that was that 's the a huge problem in my humble opinion there 's a lot of dogma type practices out of the mainstream there you know for for instance that that don't hold your breath and never go below 100 or 130 feet that's dogma that they don't go into you know the whys and if you do want to do it how do you do it they just say don't do it right so get rid of that that kind of dogma and educate people educate them right off the get-go
0: yeah yeah but it's it's just rules that that have no backing to it. That's what dogma is, kind of right. You just exactly. Just, you know, it's it's the whole, you know, do as I say, not as I do thing. Well,
1: there's a, and, there's and then when a, you get in trouble with that for long
0: for that. enough, they go, well, let me just change the rules so that I'm not doing the wrong thing anymore. Well, but if, if it's still wrong, it's wrong.
1: But that's not. Necess- I mean, wrong isn't always wrong. Speaking as a parent, there's a lot of do as I say, don't don't do as I do. You're not, you're not me. You don't have my experience. You you don't have the abilities I have, so don't do what I do. You can't, you dumbass. But do something. I'm, I'm trying to make you do a better person. So do as I'm telling you. Right, right. I mean, but as long as that comes
0: it. with edu- yeah as right. long as that comes with education, right? Right. If the if the rule is only don't go below hundred feet, or the boogeyman will get
1: you. That's what you have
0: to say. Or the boogeyman will get you. Right. <laughs> Right, that I guess that's where I'm going. Right, rather than going below 100 feet requires More a different set of skills and a different set of training and a different set of thinking than just going to 30 feet.
1: Exactly, and that's right. that's exactly. So if we're gonna
0: if right. we're gonna start the education model as a business model of getting everybody in the water to to go on a, on a dive, and we're gonna start it with this is diving in 30 feet of water, eventually you're going to run to the limit of where where that rule doesn't hold anymore. Rather than if we start with the end in mind of this is diving, it's science diving outside of what we're used to breathing gases on the surface. And we introduce it that way. And we, we come all the way back to your very first breath underwater You've already established an understanding that as I go deeper, things have to change. Not that there's a hard line, but that there's constant education and growth that needs to occur.
1: Right, and that's the, that's the key right there as you said it. It's It's education, it's knowledge. Knowledge will set you free kind of thing. So as long as we can supply the knowledge, they can grow safely. But if we keep doing what we're doing, which is don't, don't, don't and those people are bad that do it, nothing good will come out of that.
0: No, nothing good at all. And you you get to where, you know, in the mid-90s into the 2000s, Bad. a lot of people that started to say, hey, there's a different way to present this game started popping up. And the answer by the industry in many ways was, Shut them down. They're witches. Don't, they're <laughs> witches. Burn them. Burn them. Burn them at the stake. Right? They will send you straight to hell. <laughs> right? Rather, and, and then now, 20 years later, they're going, oh, shit. Wow, we really uh, we really missed the boat on that we one. We missed a we lot better, of
1: money. We missed a huge we profit margin.
0: We better jump on this bandwagon as quick as we can. And... Every agency now is trying to sell that kind of gear, yeah. add that curriculum. Well,
1: that's the old timers. You know,
0: just they're just trying to add an addendum into their curriculum that covers a couple of those. Oh, uh, yeah, we better put situational awareness in there somewhere. How about chapter three? Yeah, yeah we, we got That was after the we'll,
1: fact, you know, too. After they were shown yeah, well, we'll like, take, situational we'll awareness. We'll take
0: out that picture. We'll take out that picture of the guy putting on his booties <laughs> and uh, add a. Add a bullet point about situational awareness.
1: There you go. <laughs> we'll put it in a pink box. One sentence, but the 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 other problem is the industry had lost a lot of credibility by this time. As a matter of fact, I mean, from us us old timers, and I'm putting you in that. Uh oh, are you there?
0: I am I'm, I'm back now. I, I just okay. What you're, you're, saying. You're, you're back. Saying...
1: Okay. I was just going to say, um, for editing, start here again. Us old timers. Uh,
0: Hello, 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 hello,
1: hello. hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello, hello.
0: Come on.
1: Son of a goat. I can hear you. Hey, you there? Yeah, I can hear you.
0: Don't hang up yet. Yo. Yo, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you fine now. I don't know what the fuck. All right, you you were saying. I was just
1: saying us old timers, um, the industry lost a lot of credibility when all that happened. And and they, you know, they haven't really regained it, in my opinion. As a matter of fact, they kind of showed their, their true colors when they condemned everybody on nitrox. Then they embraced them so they could get a class out of it. And then they condemned anybody going deep. And then they embraced them to get a deep air class. And then they condemned anybody using mixed gas, like trimix. And um, then they figured we can make profits off this, and they made a whole curriculum around it and then same with rebreathers you know they're doing the same thing with rebreathers
0: correct i mean because here you you look at everybody's going deeper than the rule says so let's change the rule right is the first look at it and then it's just condemn deep diving altogether yeah and then it's well we're gonna they're gonna deep dive let them go deep on air and uh like we're we're just we're not even going to deal with this nitrox stuff, that's going to kill you. The tri mix will kill you. Stick with air. Air's safe. When when what we know today is air's the real killer. Deep, Thank you. Not, not the tri mix, yeah. right? So the answer has never been to stop. Take a deep breath. Don't hold your breath, but take a deep breath, and. And clear your mind, and let's reexamine how we're presenting this information, rather than just keeping this half a century old training model and just keep adding shit and throwing it in and erasing a sentence and changing a sentence. <laughs> it's time. Yeah. It's time we just like come out with a whole new book. Yeah. What kills me too that that continually
1: kills me is the constant updating of the manual, like every week, and it's just a it. Black this word out, replace it with this. What the fuck? <laughs> A lot of t- I would I would I have to say about 99% is stupid.
0: It's not good, but it the, exactly
1: because it doesn't change the culture. It doesn't change anything. It just it, makes you do stupid me, you know, menial fucking tasks that have no impact on the real problem with scuba education at the time, right? Did, did that impact? Did that make the class better? let me ask you that was was that a more accurate description it, it wasn't the, who's who is running that show down there besides the lawyers because we That's yeah, it exactly the lawyers are are the ones that i think had that knee jerk reaction to condemn anybody breaking th- what they set out as their classes and their class rules so they that knee jerk which i you know i think ultimately goes to you know I want to say ego, but you know, is there? It, does the industry have its own ego? Is the other side of that question? Because when other when people are expanding the industry's horizons on their own, it makes the industry look stupid. When regular divers are like, "Hey, this nitrox really uh, enhances the safety margin of doing multiple dives over a long period." Uh, in, in the recreational range, right? Blasphemer, blasphemer, <laughs> exactly. So the that knee jerk reaction to condemn them,
0: I think, you know, where did
1: that come from? Is my question. Is it still well, there? And it was.
0: Well, I would say that it, it was very easy to do in the 1990s when we were in a print media world, and everybody got their information really from only one source. Well, when you control the yeah, when you control the information,
1: you you feel it necessary to impose your own morality on the rest
0: of the community. Which is what happened yeah. and here we are now in in the 2020s, that world doesn't exist and the the, the game is the game is changing.
1: But they have embraced it. Again, my theory And it is a theory and it's an opinion, is that they did it solely for for profits and they, you know, wouldn't have done so. We'd still be in the stone ages of diving if it weren't for uh, a few people realizing we, you know, there's more to it than just these silly, you know, don't do this, do
0: this rule stuff. Well, there you go. That's... uh... Well there's another rant. That's that's another that's rant. another holiday gift guide <laughs> rant from Brando. I,
1: I gotta stop these rants. I
0: Merry the, Christmas, everybody. <laughs> the little to man everyone.
1: In my, the little man in my head starts talking and I gotta I gotta relay what he's saying.
0: Hey, listen, by the way, Brando, speaking of the little man in your head, don't forget about the little man in your pants. <laughs> Wait a minute. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. Hey, it's never it's never too early to play holiday music, you know, and you can tell by listening to the radio stations around town nowadays, now that November is coming, and gone, you're hearing the Christmas music everywhere, it's never too early to start thinking about you know, those little holiday gifts, whether for a friend or your little friend in your pants, Brando, <laughs> you can make this season... Jolly with your good old pals at Manscaped.
1: I'd like you to meet my little friend. <laughs> <Is> that Scarface. <laughs> say
0: hello, to, say my hello, hello friend. to my
1: little friend. That's it.
0: <laughs> and after you've manscaped, and you walk into the bedroom tomorrow night, you can say you can say that to your wife. Say hello to my <laughs> little <laughs> friend. Or your little friend might be looking a little bit bigger. <laughs> because you're all cleaned up, you should do your little drummer boy a favor and use the lawnmower Mower 4.0 so that you can avoid another silent night in the bedroom.
1: <laughs> They'll gather around your Christmas tree, if you know what I mean.
0: And then, people, you can add Manscapes top-of-the-line shower products to have the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you. Whoa.
1: The way you said that sent shivers down my spine.
0: Hey everybody, Santa cares about his sack and so should you. Look nice when you <laughs> look nice when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com dot com and use the code TGDP for free shipping and twenty percent off. Are we gonna have to
1: put like a an X rating on our an adult rating should be X because but because I keep keeping it at, you know, safe for everything when I'm editing. But we're—I think—we're going to have to change it because, because of the manscaped commercials.
0: Well, I think anybody who's uh, of the age of puberty and diving in a dry suit needs to have a serious look at the manscape products, like the Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer. I mean, if you're going to, you know, be doing some dry suit diving and you get introduced to a condom catheter, that's not a an. Ad- Adult, oh, I you agree. Know, rated rated X thing. That's just natural. That's just science.
1: No, but showing up, you know, in your bedroom talking about how it makes you all smooth and look bigger. That's kind of moving into the adult range.
0: <laughs> I, 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 I meant like uh, maybe your dive buddy's got a you know a, a wide band condom calf you could borrow.
1: I agree, though. You if you are diving in a dry suit with a valve. Um, whether you're uh male, female, anything in between and outside those parameters, you need to clean up down there and for your own enjoyment and safety, you need to clean up down there.
0: There you go. And, uh, manscaped is the product for you. Go over to uh, manscaped.com people get 20% off and free shipping with the code T G D P do it. Brando. That's 20% off with free shipping. At manscape.com. How are they able to continue this this uh special, this uh discount? Because they have been over there getting their jingle balls ready for the holidays. Jingle balls. And
1: That's my favorite. They're song. ready
0: to share <laughs> they're, they're ready to share share that with you. So go over there. Manscaped.com use the code TGDP. Brando, should we sign some uh holiday logbooks?
1: Uh he- yeah, let's sign some holiday log books. Let's do that. Go ahead, old, old, jolly old St. James.
0: Brando, I'll never forget the golden rules of diving with you. <laughs> always, no, no, wait, never, wait, was it always? Never, never. No, always. Um, it's always. Never, I'll never forget it. hold your little drummer boy. <laughs> Sh- with two hands because <laughs> I- you need one to officially hook up
1: word little drummer boy that's a, that's a good name for him <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop right there with that um, uh, dear outlaw Jamesy Wales uh, keep on breaking the law my friend Breaking the law, breaking the law. Jewish priest and the show. Breaking the law, (laughs) breaking the law. All right, everybody, we'll see you next week. Same outlaw channel, same uh, skirting the rules. They're kind of guidelines time. Do they still have Vegemite sandwich down there?
0: I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure they do. Okay. It was a staple for many years. You know what? Speaking of
1: Australia, don't, I told you don't make fun of the the dingo ate my baby. Right. Uh, I told you that whole story. We won't go into that again for our our Australia friends, but we get it now. It's not even funny. dingo did I'm actually. Not, I'm, take not laughing, her baby. I'm not laughing,
0: baby. I'm not laughing. You're I, laughing. I.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I gotta stop laughing. I need to practice a little more self discipline here because it's not funny. Hey,
0: listen. I don't know. You might be woke because uh, <laughs> this episode's gonna be about some self discipline, mate. Oi.